Hi, we've got three stories from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about why it's easier to achieve your goals when you start on a Monday, the story behind the Marilyn Monroe murder conspiracy theories, and why there's no such thing as good bacteria and bad bacteria. Let's satisfy some curiosity. It's Monday. Not everyone's favorite day of the week, but we might give you a reason to look forward to it, especially if you've got any goals. Ashley, what's the last goal you set for yourself? Completing a triathlon, which I did a couple weeks ago. Do you remember when you started training for that? Yeah, it was several months before that. It was it was like a several month process. I don't know what day of the week it was, though. I wonder if it was on a Monday. I wonder. Because according to research, Monday is actually a really great time to start something. Starting new habits at the beginning of the week can actually motivate you to pursue your goals thanks to something called the fresh start effect. That's because the start of a new week or month or year creates a psychological shift that lets you leave your imperfections behind you while you look forward to new beginnings, like on a Monday. This comes from a 2015 study titled Put Your Imperfections Behind You. And the study's authors say, quote, For individuals who hope to curtail bad behaviors but struggle with initiating goal pursuit, Temporal landmarks that open new time periods may prevent vicious cycles of impulsive behavior stimulated by, what the heck, rationalizations, unquote. So basically that's saying that once you're entering a new time period, like a week, then that's a good time to start. The study found that the bigger the fresh start, the greater the motivation. So if you need some temporal landmark ideas, try your birthday, or the beginning of a school semester, or the first day of a new job, or the first day of the month. Or, of course, there's always Monday. Something to look forward to. Want to talk about bacteria? Look, bacteria gets a bad rap. It's not all bad, you know. In fact, there's no such thing as good or bad bacteria. What they do for you depends on context. So today, we'll talk about some of the nuances of bacteria. Scientists categorize bacteria under a few titles, not just good and bad. The title of mutualist is when both the bacteria and host benefit from their presence. Commensal means only the bacteria benefit, but they don't cause harm. And bacteria are labeled a parasite when their presence actively causes harm. Even with those definitions, though, there's a lot of gray area. There's a bacterium that protects you from cancer of the esophagus, but that same strain can cause ulcers and stomach cancer. So is it good or bad? Science writer Ed Yong puts it this way, writing that, quote, Labels like mutualist, commensal, pathogen, or parasite don't quite work as badges of fixed identity. These terms are more like states of being, like hungry or awake or alive or behaviors like cooperating or fighting, unquote. I mean, people even consume probiotics for their health, and that's live bacteria. Although, here's a fun fact. Even the most concentrated probiotics contain way fewer bacteria than you'd find in your gut, by at least a hundredfold. Probiotics have shown promise for certain people, like people with autoimmune disorders, people taking antibiotics, and preterm infants. But there's not much evidence that they do anything for people who are already healthy. That's not to say they're never beneficial, but just remember the point of this whole story. You can't really simplify bacteria to say they're just good or bad. Hashtag not all bacteria. Today's episode is sponsored by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. You could get in a crash or people could get hurt or killed. Let's take a moment to look at some surprising statistics. Almost 29 people in the United States die every day in alcohol-impaired vehicle crashes. That's one person every 50 minutes. Even though drunk driving fatalities have fallen by a third in the last three decades, drunk driving crashes still claim more than 10,000 lives each year. Drunk driving can have a big impact on your wallet, too. You could get arrested and incur huge legal expenses. You could possibly even lose your job. So what can you do to prevent drunk driving? 
Well, plan a safe ride home before you start drinking, designate a sober driver, or call a taxi. If someone you know has been drinking, take their keys and arrange for them to get a sober ride home. We all know the consequences of driving drunk, but one thing's for sure. You're wrong if you think it's no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Ashley, do you know a lot about Marilyn Monroe? You know, I moved to Chicago for a Marilyn Monroe musical. Really? Yeah. The musical based on Some Like It Hot is called Sugar, and I was part of the all-female band that was on stage. What an incredible... Theater is so valuable and important because my number one reference point for Marilyn Monroe is my friend Amber wrote and performed a one-person show about Marilyn Monroe. Awesome. And she did the whole kind of like life and times of her. And it was, it was really, really good. It was like six or seven years ago and I still remember it. Nice. She had a fascinating life. And I, I understand why people are so into her story, although it is kind of tragic. Right. And if you're listening and you don't know much about Marilyn Monroe, I mean, she was arguably the biggest star of her time, and she is still a major pop culture icon today. She was found dead on August 5th, 1962, from a drug overdose in her Los Angeles home, and officially her death was deemed probable suicide from a drug overdose. But unofficially, there might be more to the story. No, we don't promote conspiracy theories here at Curiosity, but we do promote knowing stuff. And Marilyn Monroe is someone you should know about. So we're going to tell you about some of the Marilyn Monroe conspiracy theories that are out there, just so you know what they are, and maybe even to give you something to think about that's a little less science-y than usual. Because a cultural reference point is a cultural reference point, no matter how rooted in reality it is. There are several conspiracy theories around Marilyn's death, but the theory that's arguably the juiciest is the Kennedy conspiracy. If you know anything about Marilyn Monroe, then you probably know that there were rampant rumors that she was having an affair with U.S. President John F. Kennedy, or possibly with his brother, Robert Kennedy. And in a BBC interview in 1983, Monroe's housekeeper, Eunice Murray, broke down and said, Well, of course Bobby Kennedy was there on August 4th, and of course there was an affair with Bobby Kennedy. That certainly didn't help calm down the rumors. After this happened, along with the continued speculation of an affair with JFK, a lot of people believe that there was a secret plot to urge her suicide as a cover-up for the affairs. Monroe did struggle with depression and had staged suicide attempts in the past, and it's thought that she had threatened to make her affairs public. We wrote more about this theory and a bunch of other ones, some far more outlandish, in our full write-up today on Curiosity.com and on the Curiosity app for Android and iOS. But you should know that part of the reason why the death of Marilyn Monroe is so interesting to so many people is because her life and death is riddled with mystery, lies, deception, and some actually plausible motives for wanting her killed. Her autopsy didn't reveal any pill residue in her stomach, which suggests that she had to have received the drugs in some other manner, and toxicology samples from her liver were taken but never tested. And honestly, if there is more to the official story, there are too many conflicting narratives from people long dead to ever know the real truth. But now hopefully you understand a little better why this particular conspiracy is so captivating to people who love history, Hollywood, and, well, Maryland. Read about these stories and more today on Curiosity.com. Join us again tomorrow for the Curiosity Daily and learn something new in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network.